Modi Moody Modi Moody 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 forgot about uh rookie of the year so and you forgot about comeback player of the year so let's just dive in we can start with those two and you can do rookie of the year and i can do comeback so that's the trade-off mm-hmm. go ahead so okay so i get rookie of the year right yep well i mean let's just get it out of the way i've said it at least four times Within the within the last three podcasts, I would say that Scotty Barnes is obviously going to be the rookie of the year. There's something about this guy that's just he seems like he has a preternatural feel on passing the ball more than anything, even though he is a big athletic forward, like he can finish dunks and stuff and his jumper is okay. But I feel like he really strives in his passing vision. Like he has a lot of really good, like soft touch passes and stuff. And like, he just always makes the kind of like finding the cutter passes. It's impressive. I mean, I hope that like the Raptors have kind of found something here because I mean, you were feeling it too. Mm -hmm. We were on the Raptors bandwagon. Yep. After that championship, there's no hiding it. We were celebrating that pretty good because not only did Golden State go down, but the Raptors were just, you know, they have, it's hard to hate them. Yeah, I definitely didn't hate him, but looking back on it, that was mostly just my hatred towards Golden State <laughs> and fueled my fueled my uh, excitement. Okay, uh, off-topic question here. If Golden State was truly healthy, and this is not the question you think it's going to be, <laughs> would it have better, and they still lost, who would it have been better to see take them down? Boston? Toronto, or there's I don't only think one, it's safe enough to say Giannis. There's only one team. Lakers. Lakers? Because LeBron was on the Cavs. They don't even get there. No, LeBron was on the Lakers. Oh, yeah, he was. That was his first year on the Lakers. LeBron was on the Lakers. If he wasn't filming Space Jam... Golden State wouldn't even be in the finals. It would have been LeBron James. Would have been LeBron James that leading. Team, that team was worse. <laughs> it's a good thing they started off this run. LeBron started off with this run with the Lakers with his worst team. Like Brandon Egram, Lonzo. <laughs> talented, but everything was just wrong about that team. Yeah. The energy like, wasn't right at all. LeBron was like, we just got to get these young guys out of here. And mm-hmm. somehow chose Kuzma. Out of all of them, yeah. you know I mean, he was like, actually, you know, what, I think he was the easiest to keep, though. Yeah, because he's just, you know, do you think he's going to be good in Washington? Mm. I don't want to get too deep into that. Uh, you were you were you were on rookie of the year. Plus, I got a piece coming up about the Lakers anyway. So, True. yeah, that just kind of trailed off. But rookie of the year, Scotty Barnes, like I was saying, the Raptors have appeal to them. Mm-hmm. And seeing a guy in a Raptors jersey, hopefully take the next step. 
and make them a legitimate contender again. You know, it's it's hard to say that you hate seeing that. But LeBron summed them in such a bad way that you're just kind of like, oh. R.I.P. We talked about that in the uh, Kyle Lowry episode. But I feel like what Nick Nurse has going on is just an underrated source of development in the NBA. Like his coaching staff and his guys. I mean, it, it seems like the most successful coaches in the NBA are the ones that kind of let the offense just flow mm-hmm. and not have really set plays, a lot of isolation. And they all just lock in on defense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because then you have not only better half court sets to be able to get your, that offense going, Mm -hmm. but you also are faced with more playoff like situations because in the playoffs, it does come down to isolation Mm -hmm. a lot of the time. Like, I mean, that's part of the flow of basketball though, is one player can just take over. You know what I mean? It's obviously a team thing, but still like, it's easy for me to predict that Scotty Barnes will be the rookie of the year because he has next level passing vision, yada, yada. He's athletic. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of potential in the NBA in today's NBA for guys like that. And plus with how Nick nurse has his system set up in Toronto, I feel like they're just always a good source of developed products. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially guys that can, they can mold more because Scotty Barnes did seem kind of like a really natural fit for the Raptors. Mm-hmm. So that's why they reached for him at that pick, even though he might not have been one of the, he might not want to be, be one of the bigger offensive creators in terms of scoring, but he can get their offense going again. And that's what they need without Kyle Lowry. Mm-hmm. They just got to take a step in a different direction and find playmaking through those, those guards, you know, because Van Vliet's not really a facilitator. No, like Siakam needs assisted. Yep. He needs to be set up. And Barnes could be that. Mm-hmm. I think he could slide right in there. Now, here's a question for you, though, about the Toronto Raptors. Do you think they'll ever play with OG Ananobi at the five? Or is that too small? I could see them doing that, honestly. I or, could. see, they just have too many forwards. Mm-hmm. Because OG's Ananobi, out here OG's out here hitting like little sidestep three-pointers in preseason. I know, right? He's good. Mm-hmm. The guy is good. He's a legitimate three and D wing. Yeah. Like I wouldn't think it's too awful to say that he's at least in the top 10 of three and T three and D wings in the league. He's up there easily. Mm-hmm. I'd say around seven to eight. He's got a high ceiling too. He does. And he's only like what? 25. Mm-hmm. We might as well get basketball reference going because we <laughs> said it before. <clears throat> yeah. He's got a high want ceiling. The stats. But yeah, I feel like he's going to really, he's just going to really fit into that role naturally mm-hmm. and just kind of take over on offense for the Raptors in a way that they really need. Yeah. Yeah. I could definitely see that happening. It's uh, it's going to be interesting to see how the rookies all play out this season. Uh, there's a lot of interesting talent, to be honest. Uh, you got like Jalen Green down in Houston, uh, Jalen Suggs in Orlando, I believe, uh, Evan Mobley in Cleveland. What do you think of that? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not completely <laughs> sold on that. I don't know why you go out and give Allen the bag that you did and then draft Mobley personally. Uh, yep. I don't I don't really understand that. And then on top of it, you get marketing, in, which is just really strange. Absurd. Just absurd at this point. Exactly. So that I'm not too impressed with. But at the end of the day, I could definitely see Scotty Barnes being the one that like truly pops. Like kind of like, you know how like Tyrese Halliburton was low key getting like, oh, he should be the rookie of the year. I feel like Scotty Burns could be that, but 
even more impactful uh, more immediately. That's a guy we've never really talked about is Halliburton. Mm-hmm. I got to look more. Because, he gets a lot of love. Yeah. A lot of he's love. He's good, though. I yeah. think he's just, he's just a balanced player. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he gives effort on defense and is good on offense. So, And I think Davion Mitchell could be quite impressive as well. I know what was just because he's experienced. He's a little bit older than everyone, so he's got like a, he's got a higher IQ. He's got more experience. Like you can tell it. It, it shows, especially yeah. on the defensive defensive side of the ball. Well, that's what I. Do you remember the other day we recorded one, and I said that there's no way Mitchell is going to be able to check threes mm-hmm. because he's a he's a two size. Well, the other I saw a highlight of him the other day locking down Paul George while Paul George was trying to do some preseason isolation mm-hmm. and he just was shutting him off. Damn. I mean, now nah, let's just get excited about it. <laughs> yeah. Fuck <laughs> like, Paul George. First yeah, off. Like, it, it, he showed good defensive effort there. So maybe that could be a thing. Maybe they run a three guard lineup and it could be really successful in, in Sacramento. I think it could. I think it could be impressive. Um, I think he's going to stand out as well. Uh, him and Scotty Barnes probably are my two favorite players coming into it just because of the positions that they're in, considering their teams, you know, like they're coming on to. Yeah. They're Kings just are just, well. yeah. And the Kings are just rough though, ultimately. Yeah, and then Toronto is like in a really though. weird position. So they are. Yeah. I feel like people still want to think of them as a good team, but they're like, no, you know, if I mean? he can help them compete, that'll be damn impressive. Like, if he can help them legitimately compete for, like, the playoffs. I doubt it, though. I feel like even if he was the rookie standout rookie of the year, the Raptors would still probably make that. He's not out here, eight. Tim Duncan. No. They would, <laughs> I, they would still be in the play-in in the East. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess that's fine. But I feel like that's the playoffs now. The play-in? Yeah. I feel like it counts. It might as well. Yeah. I'd say it definitely counts. It counts. It's like the wild card. You know yeah, what I mean? It's exactly. the wild card. It is the wild card. I don't know why they don't call it that. They should. NBA wild card. It'd be way better. Yeah, but the NFL has that unlocked, though. NFL wild card. We could change it up. But uh, yeah, so uh, Scotty Barnes, uh, I would say Davion Mitchell just is going to be interesting as well. I like that, though. Uh, Yeah, yeah, he's going to be really fun. Uh, So we'll go ahead and hop into comeback player of the year. Since you didn't have one for this, I'll go ahead and throw mine down. Mine's corny, bro. And it's funny because we were just talking about them, but you know who it is. Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson. Okay. Comeback player of the year. Obvious pick. I don't know how you could not pick this guy. It's just an obvious pick. It's a safe pick, but it's an obvious pick. For sure. No, I like it. You can't pass it up because you know he's going to be good. You can say what you want. What do you think he's going to go off for this year? What's this going to be his high? 40s? 30s. I think he'll he'll get at least 140. Because what if it goes like this? He starts the season slow, and I mean slow. Like I mean, I don't even know when he's going to start from three, like that kind of shit. Like bad, yeah. Like, like Kelly Oubre Jr. Bat out here, like kind of just getting hustled around on defense, pushed around some. You know what I mean? Not like still like a B minus level perimeter defender instead of the A, the A that he was before. You know, mm-hmm. like probably not getting as many of those little mid range size up shots that he used to get all the time. Mm-hmm. He's Almost as good as that as he is at shooting threes mm-hmm. in my mind. Yeah, a little mid spin. That little pull. And he doesn't even try to fade off. He just bodies straight up yep. like Sean Livingston. I yep. bet Sean Livingston taught him about that. Big body shit. Yep. Yeah. Because he's big, you know? He's yeah. I feel like on a lot of teams he would be the three. Because he's what, six seven? Yeah. I feel like 
I don't know. He he always reminds me of like in body body wise to like Zach Levine. You think so? Some uh, similar. Definitely not the same kind of lift, but Clay is really athletic. Mm-hmm. Like not as fast though either. I don't know. Body wise to me, he kind of reminds me of Booker too, with shorter wingspan. Mm-hmm. Like I would say him and Booker have very comparable athleticism. Yeah. And Booker is he's nice. Booker's something different than Clay, though. He is completely, completely. Booker found his identity this past playoff run, and it was sweet. What if he's better DeMar DeRozan in the grand scheme of NBA history? What if he's a like A plus version of DeMar DeRozan? Yeah. Like get in the mid. Yeah. Being able to contribute on defense because we know he's passable. Can play make too. Play yes, that's huge. Can play that make. From CP3. Yeah. I mean, I he, he also knew. got it himself. He knew it already. Yeah. They had a, yeah. CP3 helped him refine it. Yeah, he's interesting. But yeah, there is some comparisons to Clay there, but not a whole lot. I feel like people used to really try to do that. And I feel like Booker's really found his own identity. And uh, he's he's incredible, obviously. But uh, Clay Thompson, yeah, he's gonna. I think he's going to have a great season. I don't know how soon he's going to come back. I think he's not going to come back right at the start of the season. I'm pretty sure they've already said that. I think what happens when he comes back, he actually comes back like ready to roll. And he's hot right out the There's gate. There's no way. because Hot right out the gate. Because of Golden State's coaching staff and like medical staff being questioned by KD. You know what I mean? Like KD was like, they rushed me, you know? Mm. Katie tried to say that, but I don't really believe it. Clay Thompson's a different situation too. This is the second injury. Yeah, and he was he's born and born and bred there. You know what I mean? Yep. So, yeah, Clay's been on the West Coast his entire life. Yeah, he KD was a transplant. He probably sends some clone to like his away games. Mm-hmm. He's chilling on the boat. He's just like, I never leave the West Coast. Yeah, he's just chilling <laughs> on the boat. Uh, so Clay's going to be incredible, I think, really. And uh, it's going to be impressive nonetheless. I still don't think they're a legitimate threat in the West. But I think he's going to help. Listen to Zach Lowe lately. I know. He's they were talking. So who said that their ceiling was like the three seed? And yeah, I was talking, like, Whoa. talking big shit. I'm like, yeah. what? Yeah, I don't understand that. I can't it's see that. It's a championship core. <laughs> I mean, it is, but the West is stacked. West is absolutely stacked. So you want to go ahead and jump into defensive player of the year? Now, I feel like this is a pretty safe pick, but I have Bam Adebayo as this year's defensive player of the year. That's pretty safe. I have a pretty safe. Well, actually, mine's not safe. Mine's a st- my, my, mine's a stand moment but it's not Anthony safe. Davis yeah okay it's not safe when you think about it in terms of health it's just not safe but if he's healthy I think he's going to be the defensive unicorn that he was in the bubble and he's just going to shut shit down but is he gonna is he only going to give 60% effort on defense during the regular season more realistically more. though more 80 mm-hmm I think we're going to see AD play a lot more this season. I think there is going to be rest games, but I think he's going to be hungry. What do you think we're getting out of Russell Westbrook defensively, though? Defensively? Just hopefully some steals. What grade? Hopefully some steals to balance the fucking turnovers. Like C minus? Mm. I feel like B, Russ is physically. B minus. B, yeah. B minus because I think he's going to be able to get enough steals and blocks because he's pesky. He's just. 
<laughs> Westbrook's just. I just want to see him steal the ball and just take off running with LeBron. It'll happen. It'll happen. <laughs> it's gonna be third game of the season. Fucking ridiculous. It won't has it already years. happened? I haven't been watching the preseason at all. Well, it's because Russ has been uh, working out some personal shit on the court. He's out there putting up like two for nine games and stuff, <laughs> <laughs> like fourteen turnovers in three games. When it looks bad, it'll look bad. I've always said <laughs> <Exactly>. that. <laughs> Not afraid to shy away from that. Uh, but that's what I'm saying. Is defensive player of the year is Bam Adebayo. Yeah. This guy can effectively guard Giannis. Mm-hmm. Effectively. I'm not going to say he's above average at it or that he's great at it, mm-hmm. but he can effectively guard Giannis. He has put on more weight and... He's got to be the anchor in that. So they're going to be a stout defense. He's got to just be... He's got to be the, the anchor yep. of that stout defense. Bam is incredible at recovery blocks mm-hmm. like after getting beat he's just so incredibly physical and athletic long like, arms yes very long arms especially because he's only six nine right mm-hmm. he's not even that tall he's, he's got reach davis like yeah like he's got that insane reach mm-hmm. and that's just like can take when you know what you're doing out there it can take you to another level defensively mm-hmm. like and i think that bam is quick enough on his feet that he maintains it on the perimeter too he's yep. at least a b perimeter defender like yep. the guy doesn't get can't get like just switched onto and abused you know like last year's defensive player of the year <laughs> rudy gobert yeah no <laughs> abused shit Abused in the pick and roll just embarrassing and gobert is so huge compared to autobio mm-hmm. like i just think that what's really holding bam back right now is his slower progression on offense mm-hmm. that mid-range is nice that three point if he can start hitting it nice. consistently yep exactly like ad well ad has his moments ad does have his moments but i think that bam could reach and he could reach 90 percent of an anthony davis peak 90 85 85 85% of it of Anthony just because I don't see them being legitimate you know what I mean I feel like Bam's gonna get a chip though at some point in his whether it's with the heat or whether it's with Giannis in Milwaukee (laughs) or (laughs) that'd be wild Toronto or Toronto oh man with Bam at the five Siakam as the the two guy and then they get and they get Bradley Beal yes if they got Brett that's a chip right there. All those wings that the Raptors have, they added Bam and Bradley Beal. Good night. Yeah. That would be good night. Yeah. That team would instantly compete with Brooklyn. Yeah, I feel like they would. Especially with Kyrie not playing. Especially because Kyrie's about to hang it up. Retirement coming. No, Kyrie's going to toe the line and come back and be like, oh, just playing. Retirement coming this week. There's no way it's a Michael Jordan retirement at best. Okay. He retires for a season, waits out the whole... I feel like Kyrie's the kind of guy that would give up $32 million over his prize. I don't think he cares. I think he cares, but at the same time, I think that he has it so in his mind that he will be dedicated to a cause because... I appreciate the passion. 
I appreciate it too. And that's one thing about Kyrie is that he stands by what he says. Mm-hmm. And that proves it because he doesn't want to get the vaccine. And the NBA says you have to. And he says, no. Yeah. Like, like you can't play. Okay. Yeah. Like, and Kyrie. Yeah. He's just taking it how he would, because I mean, he's so first, stoic. He is. Well, sort of. He's definitely egotistical. Yeah. So it's hard to be stoic and egotistical. I feel like it's an interesting combination. He's a weirdo. He's a, he's a real weirdo. He's, he is a weirdo. <laughs> no, nah, he's an interesting guy. It's it's a wild, it's a mess right now. We can talk about that at a different time. But uh, the, my my opinion on uh, defensive player of the year, I like the uh, autobio pick for sure. Uh, him and Toronto with Bradley Beal would be wild, uh, especially if they keep some of that core like OG. You keep OG, Freddie. Uh, yeah, I like that a lot. But with the Anthony Davis pick, I think it's 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 a good pick. It's not safe because if he isn't healthy, that's going to be a problem. But like like I like I mentioned in this uh, piece that's about to be dropping on our blog, uh, I, I think he is going to be healthy ultimately. Um, oh, it goes into more detail on that, uh, so you guys definitely have to check that out. I'll let you all know when it drops. Uh, first blog post ever for the dip, so that'll be fun. But I think Anthony Davis is is such a threat defensively. Uh, he's just a big, a big presence, just a huge, huge presence. Uh, I take Anthony Davis on defense over Nikola Jokic every day of the week. I take yeah. Anthony Davis when he's on his game in defense over DeAndre Ayton for sure, for sure. Ayton was piecing him up, but it was because he wasn't healthy. I don't know. I feel like those guys have never been defensively on AD's level, though. Never, never. But I'm just trying to compare so it to the guys. I don't know, like the guys that it's going to matter against the most. Oh, you're just talking about his contemporaries. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Aiden can step it up, and Jokic can step it up too. But ultimately, yeah, Davis is just—he's just way more skilled. Mm-hmm. I feel I like. I don't know. Maybe it's the fact that he has a guard background that he just has all these specific skill sets that big men usually don't have. Mm-hmm. Although it's becoming the trend. Point center is what everybody wants, Loki. Mm-hmm. I think that's really how people want it to be now because they see the absolute firepower that is Murray and Jokic. And that's because your center is initiating and can set screens and roll. And, and then you have a guy who can play off ball and yeet. Yep, completely <laughs> opens the floor. Yeet. Like, it just completely opens the floor. But you know what I mean? Like, everybody wants that, especially mm-hmm. after that that bubble presence that the Nuggets had. Everybody wants that. Yep. Like, what did what does Miami have right now? Lowry and Autobio. It's, it's point setters and it's point forwards. What would you consider Jimmy Butler? Is he just a two, or would you consider him a point forward? I feel like he's a... Just a hybrid three. Hybrid three? Just, he's just, a, he's, a, you know what? He's just a hooper. Just a hooper? Yeah, he is. You know what I mean? Some of those guys are just, they just hoop. You know, like, it just is what it is. Maybe that's what made him so unique is because he wasn't trying to take shots that he wasn't in rhythm for. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Everything was because it needed to happen. Yep. <laughs> Everything was because it needed to happen. The size of threes. Yep. On Anthony Davis. Yeah. Because it needed to happen. Yeah. And that was, that was him just will, willing that shit. Don't get me wrong. Like, I always talk about how that was his peak and he's not going to win a chip. And I still stand by that. But it was still a fucking... It was impressive. It was goddamn impressive. 
Like we were sitting at uh, bootleggers, I think. I don't know if you were there for that, but me and Seth were sitting at bootleggers for one of those games and oh, just fuck. talking to the bartender. Yeah, and this guy was just cranking. Jimmy Butler was just cranking, hitting corner threes. And I'm like, what the yeah. fuck? Out of nowhere. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Guy, the guy, the guy was on. Guy was on fire. Um, he had to be though. After Drogic bit it, mm-hmm. and then Drogic tried to come back and play. Remember, rough. And he just he couldn't even move. Drogic in Toronto now. You think he stays? He, bro, he wants to be in Dallas so. Everyone's bad. fucking shilling he for that. Wants to be in Dallas. Everyone's so shilling bad. for that. I'm pretty sure he's actually said that on record. He's like, I want to play with Luca. Damn. And everybody is like, please just make this happen. And Toronto's stuck to their guns like, no, we're not giving them up for free. Yeah, fuck you guys. Like, it's like, what? What does Toronto even need him for? I don't blame them either. Uh, let's go ahead and hit uh, most improved or six man of the year. Let's do most improved because I have a bit of a unique take here, I think. Okay. You want to go first or you want me to go first? I'll, I'll lead us off here. Right. So my most improved player this year is on the Charlotte Hornets. I think I I think I picked the same person. Is it Terry Rozier? Oh no. 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 LaMelo Ball? Yes sir. Why? Yes sir. All right. So Terry Rozier will be the most improved player this season because he has done nothing but step his game up mm-hmm. very quietly, mind you, over the past few seasons in Charlotte. Like, we saw what this guy was capable of in the playoffs in 2017-18 for the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Granted, that whole Celtics team was hot, and they were on some kind of wave because, you know, Kyrie wasn't around and Gordon Hayward <laughs> wasn't around to right. arguably locker room problems. And they were just able to vibe, and they made it all the way to the Eastern Conference, but they couldn't beat LeBron when LeBron was on some special last year with the Cavs shit, you know? Mm-hmm. But... Rozier can, I don't think it was a fluke at all. The guy is a good outside shooter. He's great in isolation. He can handle the ball extremely well. He doesn't take the smartest shots, takes a lot of fadeaway twos and a lot of threes, but he's he's good at making threes and his jump shot is just overall, you know. If this guy was playing for, it's hard to say anybody besides the Lakers, you know, <laughs> but if he was playing for Boston again, he would definitely open up the floor for them in a big way. If he was playing for Toronto, he would do the same thing. Like this guy would be a legitimate asset on a championship team. Mm-hmm. Even if he just played on like Denver, if he played on Denver and just kind of re- replaced Compazzo. Yep. The bench point guard. Yeah. No, him yep. and Morris. I Yeah. Because then you would start Murray and uh, Barton. Mm-hmm. I think it's smarter to start Barton, but then off the bench, you have Morris and uh, Terry Rozier. Mm-hmm. If he stepped into that and was at 17, 18 points a game, it just makes the Nuggets that much better. You know what I mean? They're already yeah. championship contenders. He could run He could run with Jokic too. Exactly. But what I'm thinking here, I even... I really think he's going to jump to between 25 and 27 points per game this Damn. season. Damn. Last season, he was at 20. Damn. Let me bring up the stats here. But he was on 20 points per game. But I think that this guy this season, I got you. now that the yeah, um, now that the uh, Hornets kind of have a little bit of an identity, a lot of wing heavy, you know, and letting the... Real quick, 20 points, four rebounds, four assists. What's the shooting percentage? 
We're sitting on 45, 45 from the field, 38 from three. Very Same well. Good. Very good. You bumped that to 46 from the field. 48, for, 49. I was thinking. Get a little higher. Damn. I was thinking like 47, 48. Because that's all he needs is that extra. Get that five. three Get that three to 39, 40. Get that three to like 41. Push it. You know what I mean? I think this guy really has it in him. Damn. On like, well, look at how many three attempts Scary he Terry. Scary Terry, yeah. Coming in hot. I think this guy has a legitimate shot for it this year because there's no way that Jordan Clarkson can get the love that he has when Terry Rozier is out here arguably doing the same thing and doing it better. Mm-hmm. Except he starts. Mm-hmm. So... It's just, you know... I like, feel like that's a passion project. That pick is a passion project. <laughs> I'm going to be watching him this entire season now because I want to see him really... I feel like we've kind of let it on the last few weeks. I forget what they where they were in my Eastern Conference projection, but mm-hmm. I think the Hornets have a good chance to make it either just above the play-in or definitely make the play-in. Gordon Hayward is that swing piece. It's that pendulum. I hope he actually works for them. Mm-hmm. I want to see him at least just get like eight assists, 14 points, like six or seven rebounds. Or else you're coming to bum status. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Fuck him. So bum status should be hanging over every NBA player's head. No, not every Are you NBA prepared player. for that? I'm not prepared no. for that. There's no uh, way you can make Anthony Davis a bum. I got I got another guy in the Charlotte Hornets, though. We already said it, LaMelo Ball. And here's the thing. I think LaMelo Ball is going to have an impressive season, and I think he is going to improve. The reason I think he's going to be the most improved player of the year is because I think it's going to be a narrative thing. I think he's just going to get it because of narrative, to be quite honest with you. That's I think he is going to be impressive, but yeah, you know what I mean? I just think it's going to come down to that. Uh, 15 points last year, five almost six rebounds, six assists. I think he could legitimately get to 18, 19 points a game. Uh, I don't know, six or seven rebounds. Maybe maybe right there at six rebounds and what, eight assists, nine assists. Can you get 10 assists? What is this league or where forwards are out here getting triple doubles as point guards? Like what? It's just crazy. Like Yeah, it is wild. For some reason... You're right about Jimmy Butler, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it's just hard to believe that this, like, Hooper style just actually will take you this far if you are that good at it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, Jimmy Butler, he's just out there taking rhythm shots. Lomelo Ball is out there underhand slinging across the lane like a bowling ball. Just fucking sending it. Or just throwing, I don't know how, but the Ball brothers, both of their best skills. Is dropping absolute dimes from the ceiling for their mm-hmm. dunkers. Yep. I don't know how this is even possible, how they do it. Yeah. But they do it. They don't even the, look. They, I know. They do it with the softest of touch. That's, I feel like, and it's, it's quick. That's what they grew up doing. Yeah. Because they all grew up probably on like a seven foot rim. Mm-hmm. And they, all they did was practice throwing outlet shots and just <laughs> slamming them home. <laughs> yeah. Because they're all good at dunking too. Yeah. But it's, like, it's nasty. I just can't believe how they do it. Yeah. Like, and that's what is so perfect for this Hornets team is because Ball can literally just drop a 50-foot dime out of nowhere. 
Mm-hmm. And all these little swing forwards that the, the Hornets have, they those guys are ready to jump up and catch lobs. Yep, they like, are. They're prepared. And I think his shooting is going to get better too. Uh, Lonzo Lonzo has finally been able to improve his shot. And I think Lomelo is going to have an even, an even quicker evolution and just has a higher ceiling overall. And I think I think what we're really going to see from him this season is going to be impressive. But at the end of the day, I don't necessarily like him as the most improved player. But I had to go with it for that reason. Ultimately, that's where I was at. I like Scary Terry in there, though. I don't know if he's going to get that crazy in terms of the stat line. But bro, if <sighs> okay, look up D'Angelo Russell and look up the 2018-19 season, his only All Star appearance. D'Angelo Russell of Ohio State. The Ohio State University. About ready to put him on bum status. Nah. He's too good. He's definitely like at the top of the second tier shooting guards. You know what I mean? He's not an elite tier, but he's definitely like... He's not elite at all. No. 18-19? with 18-19. His last year with the Nets... We're sitting on. Right? Yeah. Yeah. 43 from the field. Oh. 36 from three. Oh. 1920, it might have been. What's the points per game, though? Points per game? 19 points, two rebounds, five assists. That's bad. So if Lamella can get to 19 points... Eight rebounds. Well, what I was saying was that <laughs> I was going to say if D'Angelo Russell can be have an all-star se- season, I thought for some reason he had like 23 points per game. Mm. What about with the Warriors? Because no, he, he was a sub, I'm pretty sure. No, he was a starter for the Nets. No, but I'm saying he was like a sub into the all-star game. Oh, so yeah, he was. Someone sat out. Yeah. That was just, that was bullshit. That I doesn't guess, count. No, that doesn't count. Honestly, it doesn't count. <laughs> like, fuck that guy. I don't know. It's just like <laughs> some guys out here, they randomly have a 25 points per game season. Yep. Julius Randle. Mm-hmm. How about that? Julius Randle last year just popped off. You're telling me Taylor year can't have one season where he just absolutely just. We'll see. Heating. We'll see. And the Hornets get eliminated in the first rounds. Like, it's going to be interesting to see. Honestly. <laughs> this uh this next one that we're doing it gets old doesn't it six man yeah it gets old yeah it's just it gets fucking it's, old so something interesting let me bring up the website here i was looking at the six man of the year because you can look at the voting results on basketball reference mm-hmm. let me find it here i might have to change mine okay so last year's six man of the year jordan clarkson won his teammate Joe Ingles was second. Derrick Rose third. Jalen Brunson. Shouts out Derrick Rose. Yeah, Derrick Rose. I know we we picked him as I had him, or we at least agreed on it. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. He's in third. Tim Hardaway Jr. from the Mavericks got mm. some votes. Mm. Montrez Harrell, the Lakers as the sixth man of the year. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Carmelo Anthony. He's won it before. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he is. I didn't even think about that. So, yeah. Um, it's just funny to see the who in the eyes of the league six man of the year could go to because, I don't know, 
I have a pretty safe pick. I'm just picking Jordan Clarkson again because I think that the league does kind of just like throw this award to the wind mm-hmm. because like Lou Williams has won it like what five times, right? <laughs> like they're just like shit. It's Lou Williams again. Like you know there what I mean? He is. Like exactly. And now I feel like it's Jordan Clarkson's turn to win it like two or three times. Like, because the league's just like, hey, he scores 19 points a game off the bench for the Jazz, so. Give it to him. Yep, there he is. Like, I don't know. That's why I'm sitting on. Marcus Morris. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) I don't know if this is a hot take. It feels like a hot take. Tyler Harrow. Oh, okay. I like that. Tyler Harrow. Tyler Harrow, okay. So, in 2021, he was sitting on 15 points, five rebounds, three assists. Low shooting percentages. Field goal, 43, 3.36. Could also be a candidate for most improved. I think he's going to have a nice season. I think more six men. I could see him bumping that to 17 points, 18 points. Shoot better rebounds, and, re- rebounds and assists are fine right where they're at. Five rebounds, three assists. That's, That's fine. Good. Yeah. For as small as he is. Mm-hmm. He's light. You know what I mean? Yeah. He definitely gets pushed around. Exactly. And I feel like that's why he he just slides in there on the block. Mm-hmm. Like. He's nice with it. He Exactly. Yeah. Like, he's just able to kind of get around guys. Like, especially, like, when they're trying to box him out and stuff. He's just able to kind of. He has the, the pick dodger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like, I don't know. But. He's I'm gonna okay be good. with that pick. I like that. As I think man. he's going to be good this season, too. I hope so, because he's trying to speak on that. Mm-hmm. And they need him. He always has that floater over AD, though. Mm-hmm. AD literally looks like a dragon. He also has that flop out against of the LeBron, tower. though. Just, like, barely missed that. He also has that flop against LeBron, though. Oh, Harrow does? No. Uh, Harrow. Yeah, Harrow does. He flopped. Flopped right against LeBron. Forget that. On the break, LeBron was running. Yeah. And like LeBron, like, kind of like, just kind of like bumped him a little bit. And he was like, oh, he like flopped really bad. Like, I'm light and bouncy. Because like when he was like, remember when he gave that snarl? Yeah. So it was like a meme. It was like before, and it was like him giving that snarl. That was after it was him flopping against LeBron on the break. (laughs) It's just business. Yeah. It's just the business. Uh, that's hilarious. But yeah, I think he's going to have a good season. I hope he has a good season. I like him as a player. Uh, I know he got a lot of shit last year. They were like, see, everyone was like, see, see. And I even said before the season started, I was like, okay, everyone's like, he, there was a, not everyone, but there was a group of people who were standing for him that were like, oh, he's been in, he's been in the gym working. I'm like, he doesn't even have a full off season. <laughs> like, what's he going to be able to add to his bag in a rush off season? Like and now he's got a nice off season. I think he's going to have the ability to really come back uh, strong. Uh, I haven't been watching the preseason, so I don't know how he's doing, to be quite honest with you. I've been trying to stay away. I don't want to I don't want to taint the regular season. I think the preseason is poison. It, it <laughs> shouldn't be consumed. And we should just wait for the regular season. Fake basketball scores. Yeah, just, it's not real. Fake, yeah. It's not real. Never is. So I just don't want to be involved in it, personally. <laughs> But yeah, Tyler Harrow and my sixth man. And I changed that just so you know. He was like on my mind earlier when I was picking this. And then the guy that I had down, I was like, no, that's just, I can't even do it with a straight face. And I'm not going to admit who it was. But yeah, I settled on Tyler Harrow. So moving on to 
The big fish. The big fish. The this big is fish. the big fish. That's it, right? We already did most improved, comeback, defensive, six man. You picked your six man, right? Yep. Yeah. Didn't you? Yep. Jordan Clarkson. <laughs> no, yeah. you didn't pick that. You didn't say anything. Yeah, it. I did. No, you didn't. You just missed all that then. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We're going to keep on going. Uh, <laughs> MVP. You said you had a hot take for this, right? Yeah, but you're going first. That's fine because I'm going to hit a hot take alert on yours. MVP. It's it's a stand. I'm standing. Luca. <laughs> Luca Doncic. I'm standing hard. He's going to do it. This is our second year in a row of praising for a Luca MVP season, which He's we said was going to be last. Do it because there was that kind of energy surrounding next last season too. Was yeah. that Luca could be MVP, but then they just sucked. 20, 27 points, eight rebounds, eight assists. We're about to be looking at 29, 30 points. Yeah, 29, 30 points, nine rebounds. You know what? He might average a triple-double. He's been <laughs> close. He's been close. He might average a triple-double. Let's just say it. 30, 10, and 10. How about that split? That's just... That's so How about much. that fucking split? That is so much though. How they need it though. Twenty two. You think twenty three? Uh, I don't know. We did that piece about him. What was he like? Twenty four. I'm looking here. Oh, and they don't have his age on Basketball Reference. Oh, oh here we should. go. There he is. Uh, twenty two. Twenty two. Twenty thirty. Ten and ten at twenty two. Well, yeah. This guy is something unbeknownst to the entire league since like that age of LeBron. Unreal. He's guaranteed 51 player. He's got to be like guaranteed 51. It says player. 22 though. He was born February 28, 1999. They just got to yeah, they just got to get the running mates beside Luka that are yep. going to be able to pinpoint three. I feel like Hardaway is always 22 have years old going man to man with Kawhi fucking Leonard. 22 years old. That's respect. Is that the is that a top two matchup? Yes. Luca versus Kawhi. It's nasty. It it's always is. nasty. It's like watching though, like they're throwing haymakers out yeah. there. It was like LeBron versus uh <laughs> and there's so much Jimmy shit talking. Just throwing haymakers. Luca does not stop talking shit, dude. Yeah, but neither do the Clippers. That's what Morris is out there for. Yeah. Morris is out there to get in people's heads. Okay, have you have you watched any preseason highlights? At all? No. I'm literally, I'm done. I can't do it. Okay, but listen to this. I won't submit. The Heat are using Keith in pin-down free-throw line mid-range jump shots. He oh. runs around a screen and catches and shoots. Like his brother does in fucking LA. I don't like that. I don't want to see them doing it. He, makes Ugh, he needs to be hitting corner threes is what he needs to be doing. That's why <laughs> I know we did and the Lakers won a championship. Yeah. He needs to be hitting corner threes. They should have got him again. Honestly, I wish the Lakers would have picked up Keith again. I don't know why they didn't. Would he help Luka Doncic at all? No. no. He's not what they need. That'd be a waste. Be a waste of space for them. I just want Luka to be a part of like a 67 win team. Uh, he needs to get out of the first round of the playoffs this year. Especially after yeah, what Trey, just, especially after what Trey just did, yep. You know what I mean? It's got to. It's just like almost even circumstances, though. You know what I mean? 
because Trey had a much better team around him and an easier and Luca is just haymakers yeah out there with Kawhi Leonard throwing blows I mean I'm not gonna say it but like Trey faced against Giannis that's a pretty comparable matchup too yeah they were both hurt though I don't know they were both 100% at one point I don't know everybody in the playoffs is a little dinged especially in the Eastern Conference Finals Luca's Luca's amazing though Luca's got Luka it. Is amazing. I think he's got it this season. I think he's gonna I be feel the like MVP. We had a discussion before where we said he. I thought he would be within the stratosphere of thirty-one points per game. And even if the stat line doesn't get to 30, 10, and ten, even if it's just say twenty-eight, twenty-nine, nine and nine, or something like that, I think he'll still get it just because I think he will legitimately be the most valuable player to his team. Just like Jokic was the most valuable, truly was the most valuable player to his team this year, not just because of a stat line, yep. just everything, everything about it. And I think that's what Luca. I think Luca's going to take us a, a, a step further into being a leader this season because mm-hmm. I think that's something that's missing from his game. He's, from what I've heard, he's already in better shape than he has been most seasons, which is great. You hope so. Which is great. So yeah, I think he's got it this season. I really do. Where you at with MVP? Hot take. Hot take alert. It takes time to wield your body into a weapon like that of Jimmy Butler. Oh, Jesus Christ. No. But it's not Jimmy. Oh. <laughs> Good. You're so He's about to blow my brains out. <laughs> but this guy's had a brush with Jimmy Butler, though. As a teammate. This man was eating four Oreo milkshakes. I know who it is. On the team plane. I know who it is. And now he says he's committed to fitness and getting his body right. He was right there last year. right and getting healthy. He was right there last year. Embiid gets dinged up. But this season, plenty of rest, plenty of motivation. I guarantee you during all this Ben Simmons stuff, Embiid has just been working out and getting ready. Because now he's the guy. Mm-hmm. He is the absolute guy. He always mm-hmm. was, but now it's like, it's real now. It's happening. Like, this is Embiid's team. It's not trying to be Simmons' team anymore. Simmons has no responsibility on this team, whatever. That's its whole situation. Yep. But Joel Embiid, I am predicting 29.2 points per game, 11 rebounds, four assists, 51% field goal. And 34% from three. Damn. And he plays 71 games. Damn. Steps up. Steps up in a big way. I could see it. He was right there last year until he went down. He was one and two right there with Jokic. Undoubtedly. He was leading the number one team in the Eastern Conference. Sitting on 28 points, 10 rebounds, two assists. He said 29. 29, 11, four. Damn. What was he at last season? 28, 10, and 2. Practically 3. He could do it. What about the field goal? I have him at 51%. Field goal... It's already there. It's already at 51? It's What's the volume? There. How many shots has he taken? We got 9 made, 17 taken. He's going to be up there in the 25, 26 range this season. I guarantee you. He's going to be taking... 37 from the 3. I see that dipping, though. That's why I said 34, because attempts, though. 
Yeah, he's gonna have three to attempts. They're gonna he have three to attempts last year. What if he pushes it to five and a half? Makes him smart. Yep. Smart attempts. Exactly. Open open ones like Giannis gets. Because Embiid, can, I think, can hit him at a higher clip than Giannis. This opens other questions for me, though, about the Sixers. And it's that now that Ben Simmons is cleared out of the way in the paint, what's what are we going to see from Tobias Harris? Because, I mean, I hate to still be that guy, but like the most successful he's ever been in his career is when he's been paired with Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers just knows how to use Tobias Harris mm-hmm. because he's a good little pin down shooter, you know what I mean? And he is great at making quick decisions, which is what Doc makes his star forwards do. Like he tried to do with Paul George. Mm-hmm. <laughs> tried. Tried. And Kawhi Leonard. But, you know, Tobias Harris is just weirdly skilled at that. So I feel like he might take another a good positive step. He was already doing pretty well last season, but mm-hmm. I feel like he could trend more in that direction even more. Yep. But Joel Embiid, though, to me, I really tried to dwell on this because I know they're not going to give it to Jokic again, regardless of how Jokic looks. Yeah, he won't two-peat. And Giannis is getting looks this season just because he just won the chip. We'll see. I feel like Giannis is at the point in his career where the championship definitely was looming over him more than MVP to the point where the MVPs felt and the championship is still looming over him more so no to retain no yes to retain i i think this is a true test of Giannis. to for him to win multiple okay yeah that makes his legacy like i think Giannis and lebron have the most to lose this season what does the nba look like if the bucks win the championship again what kind of questions does that make you have because one lebron's done LeBron's done. Doesn't win another like one. Like the Bucks and the Lakers face off in the finals, and the Bucks just finish them. It has to be. It has to be Giannis versus AD. Then at that point, I want that. It's more so LeBron versus Giannis. No, it's it's AD Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton versus AD. No, LeBron versus Giannis. Because if Giannis gets switched on LeBron, he will abuse LeBron. Let's not fuck go. Milwaukee versus LA. Jesus. I don't know what to do in that situation. Chris, Two teams that Chris Middleton's going to piece up Russ. Yeah. Middleton can shoot over anybody, though. It does not matter. Drew Holiday and Russ might get into a fight. <laughs> Drew Holiday is the most physical defender I've ever seen that doesn't like lose his cool ever. Russ might, Russ might try to fight him then. <laughs> but Holiday is straight just locked. Dog. In. Dog. Dog mentality. Yeah. He yeah. just has that war face. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's out there, seems unaffected. Cold as ice. Exactly. Like James Harden and Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> just soulless. Just machine. I play basketball. That's why it's always so fake to me. Whenever Harden has these like little like clips of him like dancing and like smiling and stuff, I'm like, fuck you. No, not that. I'm just like, is that really James Harden? Yeah, it's weird. Uh, Embiid's going to be very impressive, though. Embiid's going to be awesome. He's, he's going to have to be, especially if they don't get a whole lot back from Ben Simmons or if Ben Simmons legitimately sits the whole season, shows up but just sits, and they sweat him out. He's not like Kyrie. He's not willing to lose that much money. I don't know. No, well, he showed up, though. All he has to do is show up, apparently, because now he's back in Philly. What do you think he's going to do, though? Is he going to just say that he has injuries, that he's rehabbing? That's that he what can't I think, play? yeah. And then uh, I guess Elton Brand didn't even know. 
Ben Simmons was in fit, like came back to Philly. No, Brand didn't even know. Like he didn't even communicate that he was back home. That crazy. That fucking wild. What is going on? Stupid, bro. Why is this shit even allowed to happen? Stupid. It's unreal. Like honestly, this guy is literally acting like a child. It's disrespectful. It is extremely disrespectful, and they yeah. act, he acts like Philadelphia did him so dirty. Yeah, it's disrespectful. It's over the top. Honestly. And that's why Embiid could win the MVP because he's going to have to. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's yeah. going to have to be that guy in order for them to make it out of the East. Absolutely. Sixers just aren't better than the Bucks, though. No. And they're not better than Brooklyn either. And, and I'd healthy start- Harden and KD versus Milwaukee, the Milwaukee Bucks, that's a pretty damn... Yeah, and game. honestly, healthy Jimmy... Bam and Kyle Lowry oh, against yeah, Embiid against Embiid and some guys. I'm taking Miami. Yep. I'm taking Miami quite easily just because of the experience down there. Ultimately, though, I just it's gonna be a fun season. I literally my biggest question and my biggest thing that I dwell upon every single time I think about the NBA is do I want Brooklyn versus Milwaukee more or do I want Milwaukee versus Miami in the NBA Eastern Conference Finals? Like what? Or do I want Brooklyn and Miami? There's beef there. There's, there's, it'd just be fun as hell. It'd be fun as hell. Especially if Kyrie's not playing. Kyrie's not playing. But then, oh, it's Harden and... Milwaukee has a chance at that point. Miami has a chance at that point. Milwaukee... mm. Yeah. Milwaukee doesn't have a chance with Kyrie. Milwaukee has a chance. If Kyrie was there, it's over. Milwaukee has a chance, bro. No, if Kyrie was there, it's over. They won. That foot foot on the line wouldn't have mattered. They will put Holiday on both... Assigned to guard both Harden and Kyrie. That foot on the line wouldn't have mattered because you would have had 26 points from Kyrie working in isolation, posting dudes up. You would have had 26 points probably from Kyrie, right? Think about it. That wouldn't have happened. Yeah, maybe in a game three. It doesn't happen with James Harden fully healthy. It wouldn't matter. James Harden knocking down, what, 23? 28? 28. 35? He took a little bit of a step back in Brooklyn. Yeah, he was... I feel like he wants to be the point guard during the regular season and during the playoffs, he wants to be like, this is James Harden. I don't like him, though. He still makes me mad. Still makes me salty. I like him. He's a salty guy to me. I just look at him, I'm just filled with salt. (laughs) Like, I don't know what it is. I don't like the guy. Well, arguably, it's the salt team for the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, they're big salt. Big time salt. Big salt. They got the salt industry corner. And they're trying to be the villains too. And I'm like, KD is the ultimate But KD is the ultimate villain. He really is. At this point, KD has fully immersed himself in the dark side. Yeah. Like, just smokes weed and hoops. That's it. Maybe that's why. Maybe he shouldn't be so criticized because you know what? It's not often that guys just pick the dark side immediately. You know? Yeah, he just embraces it. Yeah, he just instantly embraces it. He's like, fuck it, I'm I'm the villain. Anakin Skywalker image and I'm Darth Vader. Yeah. You know? It's dope. It's low-key dope. <laughs> but I don't like James Harden. And I like Harden. I just can't believe you would think that 
Milwaukee and Brooklyn isn't even close if Kyrie is playing? It's not. It's not that it wouldn't be close, but I don't. I, it's over. Too many punches. Yes. Just too many punches. There's there. just too much because KD almost won it on his back. So give him 26 points from Kyrie. It's over, dude. It's fucking over. Yeah. 18 points from Kyrie, though, too. Honestly. And they have 23 from Harden. Like 30, 34 from KD. Over. Bruce Brown has 10 points. <laughs> like, Milwaukee has no chance. They're not going to be able to stop it. PJ Tucker had to give his life to keep Durant at like what 50 points? 49 yeah. points. You know what I mean? Get the fuck out of here with that. Oh, he defended Kevin Durant. Yeah, right. Wow. The guy still put 49 on him. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Shit's out of control. Uh we'll go ahead and hit one more take. I'll let you go first on one more take. I got some I got something crazy. Here we go. Here we go. I'm trying to think of something crazy too. Sacramento will trade De'Aaron Fox for Ben Simmons. I'm sticking to my guns. Fox is going to be the one that gets moved because Daryl Morey will talk Sacramento into giving up literally their best asset because they'll be like, you guys need to buy in on Halliburton as the point guard and Mitchell as the two. And watch Fox, Harrison Barnes, one pick and one pick swap for Ben Simmons and a, and a swap. Say that one more time. You didn't hear it? No, just that last part. De'Aaron Fox, Harrison Barnes. I said a first round pick and a pick swap for Ben Simmons. Ben Damn. Simmons plays the three for a starting backcourt of Halliburton, Mitchell, and Ben Simmons, where Simmons is the primary ball handler. I don't know about that. I like that, though, if I'm the Kings. Mm. That gives them a hard reset. Mm. I can't and buy it. Fox in. goes to Philadelphia and is 25 points per game. I just don't like it. On 35% from three. I don't like the look of it. I like it. Embiid with an ultra-fast point guard? Come on, bro. Mm. Fox has handle. He has lift. It's not enough. They're not going to get enough, but it's not enough. They're not you know giving up Harris. They're literally, they are literally giving up Ben Simmons, and that's it. I just don't like the fit. I don't like the fit. I like it. I don't like it. I don't Barnes, like it. okay, that's questionable, but... You don't think that a lineup of De'Aaron Fox, Danny Green, Danny Green or Matisse Thibel or Maxi, whichever Curry. direction you want to go in, Curry, any one of those guys at the two, Barnes at the three, Harris at the four, and Beat at the five. You're telling me that's not something? I mean, it would be fun. That's a lineup of switchable wings playing outside the perimeter, a true point guard in Fox that's able to handle the ball and get to the rim basically mm -hmm. at will. And your, I don't know, three-headed dragon 
of a center in the name Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. You're telling me that's not a floor spacing and ball movement for him to get the MVP. Be enough, it'd be spacing for sure. It'd be enough spacing for it'd sure. It'd be an easy lock for the easy lock for the two seed, soft for the or easy lock for the three seed, soft for the two seed. Soft. Soft for sure. It's like, <sighs> their I just don't like it though. I don't think they go very far. Regular season, sure. I think Fox is ready to prove it. Mm. He wants to have a Devin Booker. He wants to step up. Yep. He wants to be in that Booker spotlight where he looks like the guy that really tasted blood. Damn. So, okay, like they'll be, they can be that in the regular season. Now, I'm not saying that a team with that is going to instantly pair up against Kyrie, Kevin Durant, and James Harden because honestly, it won't. Mm. Like, that's where you're going to have to really start playing with the lineup, and that's what Doc Rivers is absolutely awful at. So there's little faith of that. But being able to do Thibault and Danny Green as you're starting two and three, you know, maybe letting Barnes run second unit in that situation. That way they're running out more defense at first. Fox, we'll have to see what he's capable of, but he could be something at least average. You know, I'm not sure what he's like right now, but... Harrison and Bede are obviously going to hold up their ends. I mean, Harris isn't fantastic, but we mm-hmm. know what Embiid is. Embiid is a force. Yeah. So, I mean, it comes down to would any of those guys in Philadelphia be able to co- score in the clutch besides Embiid? Not realistically. Danny Not in Green? the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Get real. Or, I don't know. I don't believe in Thibault either. Barnes? Uh, yeah. Harris. Harrison Barnes, yes. Embiid. Embiid can hit him in the clutch. Sometimes. He hits but turnarounds in the clutch, too. I'll go ahead and hit my one more take, though. <laughs> this is very, very, very special. This is a hot one more take. But it's also a hot one more bum status. This has never happened before. And not not as it just a player at him. It's a whole entire organization. <laughs> oh my god. What? <laughs> it's a whole entire fucking organization. And this is shade. You don't say. This is shade. Say this. Straight at a certain friend of ours named Mitchell Castley. The Cleveland Cavaliers bum status. The whole organization bum status. And it makes me sad as an Ohioan to see it happen, but it has to happen for the betterment of their future. 
Are I, you saying trade everybody? I'm saying it's a fucking train wreck when you realistically look at it. They have too much going on. It's a goddamn mess. It's a mess. And it's been a mess. What sucks is that they legitimately have not had this many talented players on one team since like the LeBron teams. It's going nowhere but though. It's going nowhere. It's going it's... fucking nowhere. <laughs> like they have marketing. They have Allen and Mobley. Mobley, I have no idea what he's going to be. Perhaps he's going to really fall into that role of point center that a lot of teams want. But yes. who knows? Because he's a rookie. We've never seen this guy play. It's like a drunk, drunk, coked up stripper is driving the bus. Literally. <laughs> That's how bad it is. They're a fucking Coda bus and it's a drunk, coked up stripper just driving it. Just, just running into cars and shit. They just keep amassing talent but do nothing with it. They never they never actually succeed. So bad. Where would Isaac Okoro fit best on another team? The Boston Celtics? The dumpster. <laughs> the dumpster, Jesus. Over, dude. It's over. Bum status for the whole organization. Not necessarily the players. That was a little rough. Not necessarily the players. The organization, though, is just lost. <laughs> They're the biggest part of the organization. Yes. Your bum status only. I mean, they got Chetty Osman. He's for sure bum status. We've already yeah, been over that. There's guy. a couple there. I'm willing to say it right now to Kevin Love. Yeah, not only am Kevin I not Love. only am I stamping it on Cleveland, I'm stamping it on Kevin Love once and for all. Fuck Kevin Love. <laughs> bum status, dude. Bum status. <laughs> How about that for one more take? As always, <laughs> engage with us on Twitter at PodDip on Instagram at the Dip Pod. We appreciate any and all listeners. Download, share, like, review the podcast on iTunes. That's where it matters most, but everywhere is appreciated. Hell, you could even put us on Yelp. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> we don't have sandwiches, though. Yeah, we don't have sandwiches, though. Those are on the way. Don't worry. <laughs> They'll be on the website. Uh, no, we but got a hoagie coming up. <laughs> we got a, a dope-ass hoagie that's about to drop. Uh, <laughs> but realistically, though, what's coming on the website is going to be some bl uh, the blog. The blog's about to drop. Uh, I'm working on the first piece right now. Yes, you guessed it. It's about the L.A. Lakers. Get over it. Uh, more so, it's about being a fan of LeBron and the whole Russell Westbrook situation that unfolded here in L.A. Uh, with him being added to the squad. So, definitely stay tuned for that. We'll let you know on social media when it drops. That's all I got, man. That was a fun episode. That was fun. <laughs> I'm not a Jordan Clarkson fan. I don't care that he said he went to a lot of jazz games. There you go. We're out.